Hi, this is Not Quite Christlike. I am your host, James Kennison. This is episode four. Today's sermonette is called Thomas is My Homeboy. Let's read John 20, 24 through 29. Although Thomas the twin was one of the 12 disciples, he wasn't with the others when Jesus appeared to them, so they told him, We have seen the Lord. But Thomas said, first, I must see the nail scars in his hands and touch them with my finger. I must put my hand where the spear went into his side. I will not believe unless I do this. So a week later, the disciples were together. And this time Thomas was with them. And Jesus came in while the doors were still locked and stood in the middle of the group. He greeted his disciples and said to Thomas, put your finger here. And look at my hands. Put your hand into my side. Stop doubting and have faith. Thomas replied, You are my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, Thomas, do you have faith because you have seen me? The people who have faith in me without seeing me are the ones who are really blessed. See, I grew up in a name it, claim it, you know, charismatic movement. And so doubt was a very bad thing. You know, anyone who doubted anything to do with the teachings that, you know, were being given out, anybody that had doubt, which was the opposite of faith in their minds, was being, uh, was not being a true, powerful, overcoming Christian. Doubt is defined as uncertainty of a belief or opinion. Pretty, pretty basic there. Doubt, though, is how a new belief begins. You hear something that claims to be true, you test it, and if it is, then you believe it. At least that's the way it's supposed to work. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 says, But test everything and hold fast to what is good. Romans 12.2 Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And then, of course, Philippians 2.12b, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. In my opinion, Christians don't doubt enough. They don't test the things that they believe. They accept them blindly. And we get, we get a lot of flack from the world for that because we also believe other things beyond just religious things kind of flippantly you know we're we're ones to to jump on a multi-level marketing you know Lou LaRoe well we say we don't believe in potions but yet we're real big into essential oils stuff like that so we're we're kind of uh eager to believe just about anything that seems churchy but i've never been one of those people i always struggle with new concepts and that's why thomas is my homeboy let's go through it although thomas the twin was one of the 12 disciples he wasn't there with the others so they told him we have seen the lord but thomas said first i must see the nail scars in his hands and touch them with my finger i must put my hand where the spear went inside i won't believe unless i do this 
Exclamation points, man. Thomas was mad. Thomas was upset. And I am of the opinion that Thomas was being a bit sarcastic. I think he was mad. I think he missed, he figured he missed out. You know, Thomas gets a bad rap. They call him Doubting Thomas because of this right here. But I'm going to come to his defense a little bit. And I'm going to tell you a different, my take on it. And let's see what, what we think. See, the first thing is Thomas didn't want anything out of the ordinary other than his sarcasm. You know, everybody's coming to him. Oh, we saw Jesus. We saw Jesus. While you weren't here, by the way, you missed it. It was amazing. And Thomas is kind of being a punk. Now, this is the Gospel of Kennison here, but I kind of, I'll back this up in a second. But Thomas, Thomas is mad. Thomas is upset. And he says, well, you know what? By God, I'll believe it when I can stick my fingers in his holes <laughs> and my hand in his side. And uh, then when I do that, I will believe. He only wanted what everyone else had already had. You understand that the reason why all of the disciples believed was because they had had a face-to-face -face experience with him. Everybody gives Thomas a hard time for wanting a face-to-face -face experience with God. But Thomas only wanted what everyone else already had. That's going to change the meaning and, and the direction of some of the verses later on. So a week later, the disciples were together again. And this time Thomas was with them. And Jesus came in while the doors were still locked, stood in the middle of the group. He greeted his disciples and he said to Thomas, Put your finger in here and look at my hands. Put your hand into my side. Stop doubting and have faith. Okay? So, obviously, Thomas did have some doubts. But he had the potential for faith. See, Thomas needed some stuff. He wanted the experience. And he wanted a little more. He wanted proof. He wanted undeniable proof. But when... God met him where he was and came to him and offered him exactly what he claimed he needed. In spite of the paintings, Thomas did not stick his fingers in the hands and he did not slide his hand into the side. The Bible says Thomas simply replied, you are my Lord and my God. He immediately believed once he had what the other disciples had already experienced. He really didn't need anything more. And that's why I say when you go back and he says, I've got to do this and I got to stick my fingers here and all this, that was, that was bull. He was just talking smack because he had missed out. He was angry. He was upset. And even though he was, even though he claimed he needed that and really didn't, as it turns out, Jesus still met with him where he was and gave him what he needed or what he thought he needed. And Thomas replied, you are my Lord, and my God. Now, Jesus said, Thomas, do you, have, do you have faith because you have seen me? Of course he does. Of course he does. 
everyone in the room had faith because they had seen him. Okay. I just want that to be clear. He's singling out Thomas here and with good reason, because Jesus makes a point. The people who have faith in me without seeing me are the ones who are really blessed. He's talking to Thomas, but he's talking about us. He would have been more impressed with Thomas if Thomas didn't need the proof. Okay. But it's really about us. We believe even though we haven't seen. So obviously it's better to believe without seeing. But for some of us, some of us, I think many of us, more of us than would admit it, have our moments when struggles come up that we need something tangible. You know, the world is always tangible, isn't it? You see examples of evil everywhere. You see examples of Satan at work everywhere. People are becoming more and more flawed, more and more interested in debauchery. But when we get down to it, sometimes we just need a little bit of proof. And I don't think that's such a bad thing. Now, granted, granted, Jesus says, if you can believe without seeing, that's, that's awesome. Jesus legitimately appeared to Thomas and offered Thomas what he needed. And I believe the same could be true for us. I know I've asked God to prove himself to me, to make himself obvious in my life. And he has. Now, it wasn't in my time. It was in his. And it wasn't in the way I expected. It was his. And that brings us to our three points. Thomas doubted, but Thomas only wanted what everyone else had. Point two, Jesus met him where he was, which he will do for us. And then thirdly, Thomas believed. So my challenge is, for you this week is ask God to make himself real to you. The Bible says if we seek him, we will find him. If we knock, the door will be open to us. So there's, there's something there. Now, what you ask for, <laughs> I guess, is up to you. I, I wouldn't make it something, you know, silly, like... I'll believe in you if you sell my house. I'll believe in you if you get me out of this mess. I'll believe in you. No, no, no. Just simply say, God, make yourself real to me. Make yourself known to me. Help me to believe the way I want to believe. Help my doubts become beliefs. And then my challenge is when he does do this, Pull a Thomas, because Thomas was asked, do you need to stick your fingers in? Do you need to do all this stuff? Thomas says, I mean, basically says, nope, you are my Lord and my God. Hit his knees, starts worshiping Jesus right away. So again, today's challenge is ask God to make himself real to you. But when he does, submit to him fully. If you'd like to email me, the email is james at nlcast.com. I would appreciate a review in iTunes if you enjoyed what you've experienced today and your feedback is always welcome. 
May the Lord bless you and take care of you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord look down on you with favor and give you peace. Be blessed, be filled, be gone.